Simple Life Together, Episode 52. Make it your year in five simple steps. Hi, and welcome to Simple Life Together, a podcast dedicated to leading a simpler life in the modern world. I'm Dan Hayes. And I'm Vanessa Hayes. Well, welcome back and Happy New Year. Happy New Year. On the last episode of the show, we challenged you to jumpstart your simplicity journey with our Simplicity Quick Start Guide. And hopefully you had a chance to listen in to that one and maybe got caught up on some episodes since we took the entire month of December off from the show and from the website. But it's 2014 and we are back. We are back. (laughs) And if you're like most people, you probably have your intentions to make some serious changes to your life this year, right? Well, we want to help make your 2014 your year to simplify. And even if you're not listening to this at the beginning of the year, or heck, it might Might not not even be 2014. 2014, yeah. um, When some of you listen into this, but the fundamentals are timeless and perpetual. Absolutely. So if you've fallen short of your goals in the past, like I guess probably all of us have, we have five simple steps to help you build a more solid plan and hopefully set you on the road to success. So Let's get started. Okay. So step number one. Well, wait a second. Let's take a little break. Okay. Everybody can go get a pen and a piece of paper. Start (laughs) writing these down. Unless you're driving, of course. All right. All right. So you got it? All right. So step number one, take some time to do a review of the past year. You really have to spend a little time and figure out what's working for you and what's not. You work with uh, that concept all the time with your clients. Yeah, I do. I do. And you know what? And Dan and I had a chance to kind of reflect as well on our past year and, you know, some things did work and some things didn't. Right. Um, like, for instance, things that didn't quite work out as well as we thought were our new schedules. You know, we had this grand idea that aligning our schedules a little bit differently, we'd be a little bit more productive and whatnot. But some parts of it worked, some parts didn't. So we have to reevaluate yeah. that. I loved it. I just wasn't as productive as I <laughs> But it was great to have that time. Thank you. <laughs> cool. <laughs> so yeah, we're really looking at that one for sure. Well, you know, we also met some of our business goals, but there's some areas in our business that we need to refocus on or spend a little bit more time on. And so so those are some things that I know that as we were reflecting on the past year, both personal and and business wise that we didn't we kind of fell short and there's some things that just aren't working we're going to talk a little bit more about that coming up but there were some things that did work like I got certified that was a personal goal of mine to get certified as a professional organizer and I was able to do that in in the time that I wanted to do it so that worked out great we were also able together meet some financial goals like we were able to pay off two cars early and we sold sold our land land and some other things that we were able to line up financially so that was really good we were also able to focus on our family more, which was a big goal of ours. Yeah. We were also, at least I felt that I was able to balance a little bit more of a, a healthier work-life balance so that I could focus not just on my, my hands on organizing, but also on the lo- online portion that Dan and I are doing together here. And then also have time at home, the things that I want to work on a little bit more. So that kind of worked out. It still needs to be tweaked just a little bit. But we were also um, able to meet some of our charity goals. But to me, I know that we, we need to focus a little bit more on that. But that was nice that we started to really focus on that. And then, of course, we were able to really meet some of our simplicity goals, especially with our edit and forget it challenge. Yeah, that was a biggie. You're going to talk more. We're both going to talk a little bit more about that one later, aren't we? Right, yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. And, you know, we also when it comes to the simplicity part, we also did the Project 333, right. which was a, a big success for us personally. And, of course, some other things along the simplicity realm is we made it um, 
we made our, our Christmas a little bit simpler and gift giving and a lot of things like that. Um, so there were things that were working and there's some things that aren't. But the whole point is that you really need to kind of look back on your year and kind of see what's working, what's not working and, and what goals you met and what you didn't. So right. you can kind of refocus. Because yeah, you don't need to start from square one every year. Right. And, but, you know, there's no doubt we have we've had a few goals that were at least for me personally, I had a few repeat offender goals where this is my year to do X and I didn't even come close. Yeah. And um, well, I think we all fall victim to that. I, I, mean, I do all, too. We all do that. I do too. But, um, you know, when I did my personal review back in August and I think it was episode number 37, it was episode 37. You can find that at simplelifetogether.com slash 037. And even during my end of year review, I found I was still making some of the same mistakes that I was in that personal review. Mm-hmm. And so why is that? And so I did some thinking about that. And that leads us into step number two. Right. And step number two is make a conscious effort to prioritize, then change or eliminate things that clutter your life and then establish new goals. So yeah, in order to find out kind of why you're a repeat offender, if you will, you know, you need to kind of look back and then maybe reprioritize or eliminate things that, like you said, that aren't working or try to figure out why, why you're doing those things again and not really accomplishing your goals. Yeah. I think we need to look a little bit more at habit triggers and so forth. Like we've talked about in the past, especially me on my repeat offender goals, you know, um, I have to look at establishing those better habits, but part of that is get help if you need it. And maybe it takes an outside set of eyes or ears to help you see things better. Absolutely. And, um, you know, I know there was a few things that we've been looking at online uh, with uh, with the Simple Life Together website and even with your older Get Simplified website. And what was it? Over 4th of July weeks, we were sitting down with Chris Ducker from the New Business Podcast. Right. And, um, and you know, he pointed out a few great things that uh, that we knew, but hearing it from an outside source was um, was allowed us to refocus on a couple of things. Yeah, and sometimes that can work um, two different ways. It can be pointing out things that you know are working very well that could be improved upon or things that you may think are bad, but when looked upon by other eyes, are like, actually, that's not really, that's you're doing pretty good there. Yeah. Don't worry about that, you know? So it does help to kind of get someone else to kind of look in and, and give you some advice. Right. But another thing you can do is maybe get some coaching or mentoring that could get you on a path quicker than just doing things yourself. Now, I've had folks contact me this past month that several of them have said, you know, I know I could do this myself. I know I could organize this space myself, but it's already been a year or two and it's not getting done. And they want you to be an outside set of eyes and hold them accountable, be an accountability buddy. Absolutely. I think we're going to talk about accountability buddies here in a little bit too. But in a lot of cases, coaching and mentoring is like that. Right. Well, you know, still going along with, you know, prioritizing and establishing these new goals. When you establish a new goal, you know, just to have an arbitrary goal out there, you're not going to get anywhere unless you have like a SMART goal. (laughs) And SMART is just basically, it's an acronym that basically um, stands for Specific, Measurable, Attainable, Results-Focused, and Time-Bound. So that's what I mean when I say SMART goals. So whatever your goal is going to be, you need to somehow make it to where you're going to be able to really achieve it. So it's one thing, I guess I'll give you an example here. So it's one thing to say, oh, I need to eat healthier. But that's just Okay, so that's a goal. Okay, great. But how are you going to measure that? How are right. you going to attain that? How are you going to know when you've achieved that? And so you really kind of think a little bit smarter when it comes to your goals. So let's take that um, eating healthier, for example. Okay, that's great. That's a goal. But let's let's make that a little bit more specific. Like for me personally, you know, I wanted to juice daily, eat more raw foods. And I even quantify that even more. I said, you know, I want half of my meals to be raw 
like fruits, vegetables, and nuts, and then cut down on sugars and processed foods, like basically keeping track of the numbers that you have and having a certain amount that you will not exceed. So that's what I mean by being specific. You really got to be, you know, specific on your goals. Or cutting down on alcohol, for example. Yeah. <laughs> I was looking at, I'm looking at the notes and it says, she, you wrote, cut down on alcohol, only one glass of wine per day. It's yeah. a goal. Okay, it's, it's a goal, a, people. It's a goal, yeah. yeah. And what did you get for Christmas? Oh my goodness. Big yes. boy. <laughs> big right? boy, this big, big wine glass. Big, gla- wine glass. That, that holds an entire <laughs> bottle of wine in one glass. It's yeah. ridiculous. Yes. Yeah, one glass per day. Okay, I see how you're going. <laughs> it's a new year. Come on, we all have goals. <laughs> Yeah, just because that one glass equals four glasses or a whole bottle. I mean, whatever. It's all good. (laughs) Okay, so the next part of a SMART goal is it needs to be measurable. So if you need to lose weight, for example, okay, that's a great goal. That's fine. But have it a little bit more measurable. Like I want to lose two pounds per month or... Maybe you want your numbers like your cholesterol and, you know, your blood pressure numbers to be better. Right. You need to kind of make sure that it's measurable, that you can actually keep track if it's going up or down or you can keep track of that a little bit better. Right. Or your body fat percentage, um, right. you know, body mass and all that. Yep. Yeah. So moving on, I mean, attainable is the third part of the SMART goals. And that's basically, that's just, let's be real here. Okay. Let's not say I'm going to lose a hundred pounds this year. That's that's great. It's possible. It's possible. But it may it's not, not be probable. necessary yeah. or it may be necessary, but let's make it a little bit more attainable or to say I want to lose 20 pounds in one month. That may not be attainable. You may need to lose that, but in a month's time may not be quite an attainable goal. Right. So you just got to be reasonable with it. So first we have specific, then measurable, and then attainable, right? Mm-hmm. What's the next one? Is results focused. So kind of aligned with specific and measurable. It's just that you need to see some kind of result. Um, that's the, I want to lose 20 pounds total right. kind of a thing. So that's the result that we want. Or we want to have this much more money by the end of the year or whatever. You, there needs to be a result by for your efforts, basically. Got it. Does that make yeah. sense? Okay. Yeah. Um, and the last one is time bound. So you can cut this down or break this down into daily, weekly, monthly, or an annual goal. Or you start with the annual goal, and then you can work backwards from there, right? right there you start go. with the end state, huh? There you go. Oh, look at you. You're catching on. Oh, You've my been gosh. listening to some crazy podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how I think using SMART goals is going to help you attain your goals um, a lot faster or at least have a little bit more success with right. it. So. so just saying, I want to be happier this year. Yeah. I mean, the only thing that is is time bound. It's the this year. Right. You know, but it doesn't do anything else. Not a goal. Yeah. It's what does that mean? How's that, yeah. you know, how are you going to be able to measure that? What does that mean? What does happiness equal to you? And right. does it mean more time with family? Okay, if it is, how much time do you want to spend with the family? You get the point. So. Right. And then I mentioned earlier, partner up with somebody or make your intentions public. Mm-hmm. Like, you know me, I, I've said this before, I'm not really a big New Year's resolution guy. And maybe, I don't know, maybe that's because I haven't been really good at keeping them in the past. I did quit smoking on New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that, that worked out. Many years ago. Many years ago. Mm-hmm. That, that worked out for me real well. But um, one thing I want to do this year, throughout the year, I want to lose two and a half pounds every month. Okay, yeah. So I think that's very attainable. Mm-hmm. And I have a plan to do it. And I'll get into that in a little bit. But um, well, I think you're right. I think when you do have somebody else that helps you stay accountable, whether you just put yourself out there and let everybody know what your goals are, that's kind of pressure to get that stuff done. Yep. Or if you have somebody with you, they can help kind of act as like a, a coach for you. Yeah. And you know, it's just like when I did the certification, I threw it out there saying, I'm going to get certified. I told everybody I was going to do it. And honestly, I was kind of nervous about that because I was really worried I was not going to pass. But 
by putting it out there, it forced me to set up a study schedule, to stay on track, to set up a timeline on, you know, making sure that I was studying what I needed to study and so on. So sometimes that can help. I agree. And the thing that really works for me that I'm not good at is tracking your progress. I know that really, really helps. Right. And I just kind of go for it and I don't really track it. But for us, the edit and forget it challenge was a great smart goal. It really felt pretty amazing to see the numbers add up and kind of watch our numbers get closer to that number goal that we Mm -hmm. had. And we said all through the edit and forget it challenge all last year that it wasn't about the numbers. Even though the numbers help, it was really about taking a hard look at how we identify with things. Right. But if you want to look at it as a SMART goal, it was specific because the goal was to edit 2013 items. Right. It was measurable um, because we were looking at a quantitative amount, so 2013 um, items again. And it was attainable in that it was something that was a challenge, but it wasn't unreasonable. And as we looked around our home, thinking, okay, we could probably get rid of that much. It's going to be a little bit of a challenge, but... It's not unreasonable. It's like it was like six things a day or something, five and a half things a day, something like that. Right, right. And it was result-oriented in that um, not only could we see the results in terms of the space that we cleared up, but also how we felt. I mean, it was like this big weight lifted. And that's hard to, you can't really quantify that, but it was results-oriented. We knew that if we simplify this, we're going to be able to do X, Y, and Z or clear up this space and and whatnot. So. And then the last thing is it was time bound and that we were right. able to to monitor our progress, you know, on a weekly, monthly, and, and then of course on an annual basis. So Yeah, and so we need to go over next week we're gonna go over this, right? We're yeah. gonna go over our totals from Edit and Forget It, what we got out of that whole program. All right. We wanna let people kind of get through the new year. Actually we're recording this on New Year's Eve. So uh, we want to let people kind of get through and figure out what they're going to do for this year. And we're going to talk about how Edit and Forget It affected us through this past year, right? Yes. All right, cool. Yeah, I think it'd just be beneficial just for everybody to hear that. And and hopefully we can get some feedback too and hear about others like we've been seeing on the Edit and Forget It Challenge um, Facebook page. Right. But, um, but yeah, I just think it's going to be beneficial for those to hear kind of some of the things that we went through and, you know, the ups and downs, the good and the bad, mostly good. I can tell you that. Yeah. And as inspiration for anybody else that's a new listener that may want to take on this challenge themselves. Right. So, yeah. So we'll do that next week. We'll do a little uh, edit, forget it summary. Sounds great. And, you know, speaking of tracking progress, uh, one of the things that I've committed to for myself for this year is walking 10,000 steps a day. All right. Which, which for me turns out to be about four and a half miles. And my one... Christmas present this year. That's right, because we simplified. There's only one <laughs> <Yeah>. gift each. <laughs> and uh, But that was a Fitbit Force. And I love it. I absolutely love it. Uh, I got the idea from my friend Cliff Ravenscraft. And I am not a jewelry guy at all. I mean, I wear a wedding ring and that's it. And I don't wear a watch because I got an iPhone. You know, what do I need a watch for? But uh, I don't even know this thing is on, all right? It's just there. I I don't have to think about it. It's on. And while I honestly was not thrilled about getting another gadget, it really does help me accurately track my progress. And, you know, 10,000 steps a day is quite a bit. I kept losing count before I had this thing. So, (laughs) so, you know, I couldn't hold a very good conversation. (laughs) So... Because the whole time I'm counting. And, so let's but, walk and talk. No, I can't. I, I can't really do can't. that. I can do. I can walk, or I can talk. <laughs> yeah, you know, you get to pick which one. But this thing is awesome. So I've been uh, doing that uh, for the last few days. I always try to start if I do have a resolution. I try to start it early. So I've been doing it for about 
five days, five full days. And uh, so, so far, so good. But I tell so, you what, that little Fitbit is like a little accountability partner too. Because it is. It's like you look down there and you're like, oh, I haven't done my, my steps for the day. And, and he makes time to do it. And yeah. He's, so he's done it every day. So I love that. And thanks to Cliff for the idea. And so step number three. So let, let me, let me kind of give a review here. So the first one was. To do a review of the past year, looking at what's working and what's not working. And the second one was. Is to make a conscious effort to prioritize, eliminate things, and then establish new goals. Okay. And number three is to take control of your time. Yes. And you really, what I think you need to do is define your responsibilities your joys, and your dreams, all right? So figure out what those three things are for you and then align your commitments so that they're in line with your responsibilities, your joys, and your dreams because we all have responsibilities. We all have things that we really, really love Mm -hmm. and we all have things that we want to do and accomplish. So those three things seem to, to stick for me. Yeah, you know, and I think the way that you can get there is, at least to the extent possible, change or eliminate commitments that don't align with those responsibilities, joys, and dreams. Right. You know, like volunteer groups that you're a part of, but really aren't in line with any of those things or causing you way too much stress where you can be focusing on other things. Um, I had to do the same thing with some, some organizations that I was a part of. I just realized that this really isn't in line with my goal and I'm like getting a return on investment, if you will, too. So personal and business-wise, there were a couple of things I just had to cut off. And you know, I don't, I don't regret it because I've been able to focus my efforts onto things that are a little bit more of a, a priority. Right. You know? And I think we also need to accept the fact that we're not going to get it all done. There's only 24 hours in the day or 168 hours in the week. And you have to make each one of those count. Yeah, and this so, pains me. And you have to remind me of this. You have to kind of bring me back down to reality and kind of ground me every once in a while. You've done this recently where I'm like, there's just so much that, you know, we need to do and that I have to do. And, and then you kind of just pointed out that it's like, you know, we're not going to get it all done. You know, we just got to get refocused on and reprioritize. But there's nothing that we absolutely have to do. What do we really need to do? What do we want to do? And, and so you're right, though. It's just it, just accept the fact that, you know, some things we're not going to be able to get done. Right. But just kind of refocus. And, and, and as long as you have those uh, responsibilities, joys and dreams down, then a lot of those things will fall into place. If you use those as your focus, like time with the family, you know, we want to sit down and have time with me and you, our alone time, and then time with sunshine and, and our son. And you don't want to program that into a calendar, but... Oh, I do. <laughs> I know you do. <laughs> you know, I... I um, <laughs> but I was listening to... Um, to Lee and Stephanie from Healthy Married Life on one of my walks the other night, um, and kind of re-listening to one of their shows. And they were talking about how do you find that time, they called it couch time, when they actually get to sit down and have a talk. And I think we accomplish a lot of that family time around a campfire. Absolutely. Yeah, because it's just around a campfire, stories come out, you're joking, you're roasting marshmallows, you're just talking about whatever, you're under the stars. It's just a cozy environment, yeah. you're, you know, whether it's hot or cold outside, it's yeah. just kind of neat to be around a fire. It's hard to explain, but yeah. Yeah. And when, you just feel comfortable. And, and when the boy and I went camping, uh, what was that, two weeks ago? Or was it a week ago this past weekend? So we, we just went out, just kind of a man weekend. And uh, it's cool just sitting around there and talking. And, you know, because he's 16 and he does a lot of his communicating with his thumbs and, uh, <laughs> you know, texting and, and all that stuff. And I understand that, you know, we, all, we were different when we were younger, too. But, um, but I love to have a conversation with him around the fire. And, uh, and I think when we share moments together of either 
we've experienced joy together, frustration together, or adversity together. It's cold, it's rainy, whatever. I think that just brings us all closer. And so I, I think managing that as part of our time is is pretty awesome. So that's kind of one way that we do it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when we look at what we had planned for December, we didn't <laughs> we didn't we fell far short of our mark oh yeah oh yeah so, <laughs> so okay. why don't you go with that well what we had planned to do during the month of December was first of all we're going to focus on some writing projects like working on a book and creating an all new edit and forget it guide for this year yeah for 2014 but what we actually got done well we wrote but not nearly enough on the book like we expected to right. do and we did work on a new ebook which we don't have we don't have the final title for it yet but we're kind of working on it right right, now, right. So. but we also spent some time reflecting and speaking of that we're going to be talking about that a little bit more coming up here um just some changes to the show that um that we decided you know we just kind of talked through and we decided to make but um but even still we allowed ourselves to get distracted a bit through the holidays so we completely understand that you know post holiday feeling of wow i feel way behind but it's time for me to get started now right. that's kind of what we're feeling now is that we had all these intentions of good things done and we got some of it done but not nearly what we wanted to do so <laughs> right and that's just the way it is so bottom line accept the fact that you're not going to get everything done exactly and Step number four. Step number four is give yourself credit for your accomplishments. Um, I forget to do this all the time. Yeah, me too. I'm terrible at it. Which is crazy because I remind friends, family, and clients of this. It's like, hey, well, you know, what's working and what did you get done? I mean, you know, you beat yourself up and, and then you realize, wait, but you did this, this, and this. And they're like, oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I think too often we just don't celebrate our own accomplishments. Um, you know, and we can be our own worst critic and pretty hard on ourselves. So you don't have to succumb to guilty rewards or pleasures, but just be sure to recognize your efforts. Right. right? Yeah. So yeah, if you're if you're trying to lose weight, don't don't celebrate by losing that three pounds by going out and having a big chocolate shake. Yes. You know, you can you can recognize your efforts in other ways. Well, I'm bad at that, but I'm terrible at that. But I will make up for it by running another five miles. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's this roller coaster thing. Yeah. No, but in all seriousness, you just really recognize um, the accomplishments that you have made in the right. year. And number five is commit to a personal review schedule that works for you. Now, some do a daily review. I know for a, a lot of times, I would just, um, especially when I was younger, I'd lay in bed at night and I'd kind of contemplate and think of the day, think of what went right, what went wrong, what I could do better. But I just kind of fell off that schedule. I don't worry about it. Enough. I guess because I'm kind of exhausted at the end of the day because I'm old. You know, so, so um, I'd say do at least a 20 to 30 minute weekly review as a minimum and set a reminder. We're all different. So whatever works for you, but kind of, I mean, really give yourself an opportunity to figure out what does work best for you. And recording your thoughts helps you track your progress. And you can use a journal, uh, calendar event notes or Evernote or even a voice note in your iPhone or whatever kind of phone you have if it's easier. But just leave yourself some little thing that you can go back to every once in a while. It'll help you with step number four, you know, recognizing your efforts. Right. And then as an absolute minimum, as an absolute minimum, you have to, I would say, do this monthly as a minimum mm-hmm. and because that will set you up for your annual review. Right. So daily, if it works for you, and I do it weekly, definitely monthly as a minimum mm-hmm. and then annual review. And I do that usually like November the end of November, I start thinking about things that I want to talk with myself about in December, <laughs> you know, and, uh, but I do a couple like a, the other one I did, the last one I did was in August, August when I was talking about it. Well, the thing is, is 
if you're tired of not meeting your goals, but if you're not really tracking them and documenting, you know, what's working, what's not working, or really at least making a conscious effort to think about it, you can't really move forward. You have to really kind of just set up a process. We're all about processes and at least Dan and I are, you know, systems, routines and processes of if you want to move forward, you really need to kind of think about what am I doing right? What am I, what have I done wrong? And then you'll be able to make goals and really keep to them. But you can't just make, you know, just a goal like, oh, I just want to lose weight or I want to, you know, save, you know, thousands of dollars this year and this and that. But if you don't really look at it and take a hard look at it and set some goals for yourself and then review that, then you're really, you're not going to make any progress whatsoever. So, so I think it's really good to do that review. And matter of fact, we have our own personal reviews, but we also have um, kind of a together life review too that we're, that we're coming up on as well. So, so that's, that's really our five steps. Vanessa, why don't you kind of wrap it all up there? Okay. So the five simple steps to make this your year were one, review and reflect on the past year Two, prioritize and make new smart goals. Three, take control of your time. You may have to edit a few things and four, give credit to your accomplishments. And the last one, Five, create and commit to a personal review. So yeah, you could just hop on the resolution bandwagon and make yourself some empty promises and avoid all the real effort this year. Or you could take charge of your decisions, your actions, and your life. And I'd be willing to bet if you really spend some time on step one, the other four steps are going to fall right into place. So give it a shot. And I think this is really the year that you can make it happen and you deserve to make it happen. That's right. So what are some of your goals for this year? And how are you going to simplify? We would love to hear from you and know what those are. So be sure to leave a comment and share with us at simplelifetogether.com slash 052. And now we're moving on to the thing segment. All right. And this week has to do with some of our reflection time that we just talked about. And if you recall, if you've been a listener to the show for a while, the thing segment started out as something that happened or someone or something that made our lives a little simpler during the previous week, you know, since the last show. And recently we took what? About four Four, hours. Um, We did like a four hour planning session one day just before the middle of December and spent some time reflecting and bouncing ideas off of one another. So here are some of the things that we talked about in regards to the show. The first thing was that what we want our life to look and feel like with regard to the show. So candidly, we're a year into Simple Life Together and we thought it was time to think about what's working and what's not working. Just like we we talked about. So you could do this review no matter if it's a personal review or a business review. Right. So we we talked about the format of the show. Uh, We did a full page of our pain points. We were doing like a little uh, Pareto analysis on this and we wanted to look at the things that really caused us pain with the production of the show. I don't mean physical pain. You know, I mean, like pain in the fourth point of contact type of pain, right? But anything that kind of caused friction in the production of the show. And so we decided to make a couple of changes. And one of those is we're not going to do this thing segment weekly, but we're going to kind of treat it like a target of opportunity. You know, when it, it seems like it would be something so easy, but it just sometimes it was like at the last minute, I'm trying to think of well, what was my thing? You know, because I felt compelled to have like this new product or an app or this cool site. Well, maybe I didn't have any of those things. Right. And I wanted to make sure that it was something or we wanted to make something that was authentic, but also that is beneficial to the listeners. And we usually came up with something that was pretty decent. But at the same time, I just felt like, well, that just, like I said, doesn't feel real natural or authentic. Yeah. So like sometimes we would, you know, in the thing segment, we're trying to be clear on all this stuff, but it would be something that one of the kids did that 
as a parent touched our heart and we tried to turn that into something that you would actually care about, you know, which, which is cool. Which is cool. Reflection time is good, but we know that you don't, I mean, you know, you're glad we got kids, but really, what do you care? So we, we don't want to force this. We want it to be real for you. Right. So we're going to try to change that into a target of opportunity. If there's something good, we're going to say it. If not, we're going to keep it simple. <laughs> Go figure. Right. And right. we're also going to shorten our posts a little bit. We've said that a few times before, but we will keep the full unedited show notes as a downloadable attachment. So if you haven't been to the site, and we know some people just listen in from iTunes or Stitcher or wherever, but if you haven't been to the site in our show notes, we um, we have a little link to our rough show notes that we do when we're recording the show mm-hmm. that we put everything in there. We don't edit that. It's all, all the misspellings are in there. Every jarbled idea, garbled idea that we didn't we didn't talk about it at all, or we totally ad libbed when we were recording. But that's all in there. So we're going to leave that in there because we do get a lot of feedback that people, some people love the long show notes. Right. Other people, they just don't have time to read that much, and sure. that's cool. But it's That's there. Cool. It's yeah. there forever. So, And we really want to uh, work on getting better so we don't have to edit the audio as much. Because to be real honest, and excuse my French, but there's times when we really suck. <laughs> and we got to edit a lot. But we want you to enjoy the show, you know. So we'll spend sometimes three hours editing on the audio. So I think we need to develop a smart goal for our process of, of prepping for a podcast yeah. and editing. And then like... And maybe that's, Dan, don't have marbles in your mouth when you're trying to record or something, you know. But anyhow, so that is, I agree with you. So those are some of the things that we talked about. Yeah. So together, these changes will help make producing the show a lot simpler for us. You know, and like Dan said, you know, we're just kind of, sometimes we're just a mess. You know, and we're not pros at the whole production thing. Even a year into this, we're still trying to make it a little bit better and, and easier, and but we still want to put out a quality you know, product for you guys. But uh, putting this show out every week still takes us up, together. Yeah, up, up to 16 hours, which includes the, you know, whether we're just researching or trying to contemplate our thoughts, put it together, and then create our, our notes, notes, and, and, and then you have to record, edit. Put it in I, a WordPress, yeah, all that stuff. Yeah, so not to bore you guys. Yeah. Because we're still going to give you the good stuff. But <laughs> you know, for us to keep working at that just really isn't sustainable. So we had this review for Simple Life Together and just really had this session to kind of figure out what can we do to make Simple Life Together, the podcast, and Simple Life Together as a whole a better thing. So. Absolutely. All right. So that said, we do have a couple of announcements. And as we mentioned earlier, we are working on two writing projects. And the first is going to be a book for Amazon that will kind of be a guide to help people through the whole editing process with steps and some, maybe some checklists and more. And plus, it will go right along with the Edit and Forget It Challenge. And the second project is another book as well. And we're not sure if we're going to self-publish that or seek out a traditional publisher. We just don't know. But we are working hard on it and... And uh, so that's what we're spending a lot of time on. So more to follow on that down the road. But the one thing I did want to say is when it comes time for the uh, Edit and Forget It ebook to go out for Amazon, we are probably going to be sending that out to the people who are on the Edit and Forget It list as of right now. So if you're on the Edit for and free. Forget It. Yeah, for free. So we, we, and it would be awesome if you could look at that and, and uh, give us a review on Amazon when it does come out. So that's kind of our plan for that. So thanks to all of you who waited patiently throughout the month of December as we took a break and met some of our goals and fell short on a few, but uh, we missed you and we we're really, really excited to get back. And I think that's, 
yeah, I think that I can speak for both Anne and, and me that we are just definitely ready to get back into the groove of things and, and start uh, getting back on the road with the podcast. As here. we're recording this, I'm like, man, I miss this. Yeah. This was a good, this is always a good time when we're actually recording. Yeah. Some of the editing stuff is a little bit of pain. But. Pain points, we won't bore you with yeah. that. We're <laughs> right. not going to bore you with that. Right. <laughs> oh, and you know, we have to say that Project 333 is still going great for us. And we had no problems over the break and um, and are still going strong with Courtney Carver's Dress With Less microcourse. So I know that um, at first I struggled with, you know, only wearing 33 items for, you know, this three month period. But now I don't even think about it. It's been really easy. Easy. It's very been easy. awesome. Exactly. And, and we know that um, judging from my email account, <laughs> I get a notification every time somebody gets it from uh, through Courtney's site. And I know a lot of people have started this for yep. the new year. Yep. So if you uh, are new to it or haven't heard about it before, go to simplelifetogether.com slash dress and you can find all about Project 333 and Courtney Carver's Dress With Less micro course, which is a deal. Yes, it is. All right. So finally, the Edit and Forget It Challenge is back on for 2014, <laughs> in case you were wondering. So if you're already on our Edit and Forget It email list, that's awesome. Just stay there. We're going to be sending out a little bit of information here and there. And if not, you can sign up at simplelifetogether.com. Just click on the edit and forget it banner over in the right column. You can start this anytime. anytime. Yep. And we have people start almost every day, yep. which is awesome. Yeah, it's a great challenge. I love it. Yeah. Boy, do you think we're going to be able to do 2014 things this year? I probably still could on, on the digital side for sure. Digital side, yeah. Yep. And a lot of the old paperwork and stuff like that too. Yeah. Or I guess professional papers and stuff. Yep. Yeah. I know one thing that surprised a lot of people. I am considering editing my iMac this Ooh. year. I mean, it's, it's brand new. It's only a year old. Wow. And I love it. But I I just am trying to get my whole life into a laptop, into a MacBook Air <laughs> with an external drive. So we'll see. That might be one thing on the list. Yeah, we talked about even editing um, one of our vehicles. Yeah. Just not quite yeah. ready to pull the trigger on that no one yet. Kidding. But uh, we're getting closer, so... Yeah. <laughs> That'll be a big day. Yep. Okay, folks. Well, remember, if you have questions or comments, you can always reach us at dan at simplelifetogether.com and at Daniel Hayes on Twitter or Vanessa at simplelifetogether.com and at Get Simplified on Twitter. And there are links to our Google Plus profiles on the website. Okay, so that's it for episode 52 of Simple Life Together. Remember, 2014 is going to be your year to simplify. We're here to help you, so just let us know what you need from us, okay? And our combined thing is some changes coming down the road for the show. And if you miss those, as usual, you, you can, can find, find all, all the links. links. <laughs> <laughs> and info from today's show at simplelifetogether.com slash 052. So let us know what you think of the show and how you're simplifying your life too. Send us a note or write us a review on iTunes at simplelifetogether.com slash iTunes. Either way, we would absolutely love to hear from you. So until next time, we hope you enjoy your Simple Life Together. Together.